So welcome, Kiri. It's good to see you. Thank you. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that you are here. And uh, for those that don't know, we had to we had to move some schedules around, at least bump up the usual uh, recording time. But I'm glad to do it so we could get Kiri in here at a reasonable hour. Uh, where she Thank is <laughs> yeah. much appreciated but this yeah. weekend is actually perfect because yeah. europe already switched to winter time mm. and you haven't yet so it's actually one hour closer it's it, and it's in that window uh when did you you switched over last week right yes right this night basically. yeah that's the perfect window because tonight yeah exactly we switch we switch as well and so uh, it, it always wreaks havoc on scheduling in general, like even my normal schedule. And then, uh, you know, some time zones change, some don't in certain places. And so I will have to relearn what time it is in certain friends' time zones. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a total mess. I was yeah. just like a couple of days ago, I, I asked you a really very, very pointed question of, what time is it for you right now? Yeah. When, when do we start? Okay, that's so many hours. So for yeah. me, that's, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. to make sure that I'm on time. I'm glad you did, though, because <laughs> I was, I if you didn't, I was going to, because I was at that point where I'm like, I actually don't know what time it is, like, over there right now. Yeah. And uh, that's why I, I started adding a, my local time to the top of my stream. So there's a mm -hmm. little in the corner of the clock because uh, ah. it just helps, I think, for some people who who aren't, you know, aware. I mean, some people, you know, it's, it, it doesn't matter at all. Most people, it doesn't matter at all. But, you know, that's why I say good afternoon. To, I, I, I know that I know the customary thing a lot of people nowadays is happy time zone, which happy time I 100 percent I, I, I love. Uh, but I always forget to say because I'm so ingrained in my good morning, good afternoon a good evening sort yeah. of thing and it just it doesn't it doesn't register until like halfway through the stream where i'm saying good morning and someone's like oh yeah um i'm i'm getting ready to go to bed i'm like sorry time zones are yeah time yeah zones. time zones i usually if if i like if it's a regular in chat then i probably know where they're from or at least what part of the world they're from yeah. and then i try to greet them with the appropriate greeting of you know for you it's a good afternoon probably for me it's 9 p.m so it's a bit later yeah but time zone is just easy to say because then you're always right i'm going to work on that because i'm even eventually i will i will hopefully get it right but uh because you always get that you always get that cheeky remark from a from someone in chats like oh it's it's not morning here i'm like okay all right you're right you're right yep. i get it yep i'm sorry <laughs> i mean i'd rather have a good morning at night than nothing at all so right you know completely fair that should be okay <laughs> carrie we've known each other for years now which yeah. is sometimes hard to believe i don't even help me remember because it's admittedly been so long that i've almost i almost feel like i've in twitch time obviously have known you forever it, but i think it's been four years has it been because i'm um, I've been streaming for a bit over four and a half now. Right. And you were one of the first streamers I watched. I'm sure I found you briefly after I started. And I started in March 2018. Wow. Four years. So oh, over four years. Yeah. 
I, I, I want to talk about that story. How did you find me? Like, how did we meet? Actually, that's I think that's the big one for me. Yeah. How did I find you? Was that already oxygen not included? I think it was that and you were streaming that a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was streaming it, playing it, looking at it. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, but but uh, you, you, you've got such a nice and calm vibe and I really like that. And you took time to explain things and you were so welcoming and positive and just, it was really nice to hang out with you, either, either liking or, or sharing. No, seriously. I appreciate you, that. You've, you've very much shaped me as a streamer because you were one of the first people I watched because I didn't know Twitch before I, well, I, I knew Twitch for one month before I started streaming because I took that time to just do some research. Yeah. But before that, I didn't actually consume Twitch at all. Man. Yeah, no, it was it was just great. I, I randomly found you. Yeah. Maybe oh, maybe through coruscating. Oh. Maybe. Yeah. Coruscating. You know, with, yeah. You know so many people with raids because then, you know, they know somebody and they bring you over with a raid and raid and raid and raid. Yeah. And you raided FG Squared. Mm -hmm. And she was playing Rimworld, and I didn't like that game. Like it's <laughs> Rimworld, what? No. But yeah, so so I found you. I think yeah. maybe also for a raid, and then you introduced me to FG Squared, which was amazing because she's now on my team, or I'm on hers, or you know yeah. we're on a team together. So it's really cool. Wow. It it's incredible to see all the little threads that kind of like connect everyone. Yeah, you, know, uh, you mentioned coruscating as as uh, some like somehow through raids like we found you know each other in an FG, and mm -hmm. I think about that from time to time, especially after having been on Twitch for so long, because uh, I was streaming, gosh, a while before I met you, mm -hmm. and so at that point, you know, I've been starting to plug into like different different game groups and game communities and and when i think about it like drawing drawing those lines of okay kiri to fg to everyone that i've watched through those other connections it's it's incredible i i can't believe we've known each other that long it doesn't feel like yes. four years honestly so i know i know <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really great because yeah. you know how you just you just search for random channels and you hang out a bit and yeah. you know, it's fine. But then there are some, some channels and some streamers you just really vibe with. And then, you know, four years later, you still, you still talk to each other and you still consume the content, the yeah. time zones, but like we've been in contact for, for those four years. Yeah. Yeah. I always try to catch, catch you when I can. When I have uh, admittedly late night for myself, uh, I, yeah. you know, if I see that you're on, I'm like, oh, I'm going to say hi as I kind of wind down for the evening. So I'm glad to catch you or in, in the morning when I'm getting started for my day, depending on the time. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's if, if I have an early morning, I, I can catch you streaming. <laughs> yeah. I would love for you to give a brief description of, of who you are, what your channel and community are about for those that aren't familiar with what you do and who you are. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Um, I'm Tudi Kiri or Kiri, and I focus on strategy games and indie games. And I, I stream five days a week and probably five different games a week as well, because I just want to showcase indie games. 
the reason for doing this is because I've got simulation sickness, so I can't really play any AAA games, hardly any, because they make me nauseous. I get dizzy and a headache. It's basically like motion sickness, but with video games. So I can't play any first-person games. Third-person, probably not. So all the huge games, like, I don't know, Skyrim or The Witcher, Spider-Man, because I know you play that, I can't play those. So I've got to look for something else. And that usually means indie games. I stream those. And then I've started, well, I suppose this year, very, very pointedly to focus on simulation sickness and raising awareness for that and providing feedback to developers because that's relatively easy when it's about indie games. And, and then I can just reach out and say, you know, that affects me and other people with this condition. And it would be great to have an option for turning off screen shake, for example, and, and so on. There's more to that, but I've started raising awareness and providing feedback. And it's, it's amazing to see that I actually have an impact in changing games and making them more accessible. I love that you have turned something that, you know, has, has in many ways drastically affected your gaming choices and helping those in that same, that same situation where you can highlight either games that are, are good for, for people who suffer from that, or, you know, like you said, give feedback to developers to better improve their, their gaming experience for people with simulation sickness. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been really great to to see how it works. Like I I don't know, I I didn't imagine that it would be, you know, relatively easy to do that. But I've had so much positive feedback and also usually indie developers they just want their games to be seen and played and then if I say, you know, that excludes me other people as well, then they they're very happy and just grateful that somebody actually tells them because if you don't have that you probably don't know about it or you just don't know you know what to do in order to make it more accessible so so it's right. good i really like yeah. that it wasn't until you talked about it on your streams that i had really even paid attention as closely to it and i'll i'll tell you now i've actually never had the chance to tell you this but as someone who works on games as a developer depending on the game that I'm working on, I, I really actually try to keep that in mind in terms of how we handle certain things. Um, oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Yeah, you've done that for Thank me. Thank you. It, yeah, it's really made me think about that <laughs> as, a, as a developer and a designer. And I, it's not possible for all the games that I work on. The ones that I can, I think about, oh, how can we make this uh, better for someone who might suffer from from that simulation sickness you know how can we make uh get rid of uh you know do can we make screen shake optional using that example right can can a yeah. player can a player turn that off in accessibility settings and there's there's been a push uh from a colleague of mine in in our company especially for accessibility and so we i lean on i lean on them and i talk about some of the things that i hear while listening to you play new games. It's really awesome to know that someone who has that insight, like you, provides it not just directly to developers, but as a developer myself who listens or watches your streams, I can yeah. kind of take those experiences and 
uh, turn them into learning lessons for the stuff that we do at my work. So thank you. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you. That's so amazing to hear and makes me very, very happy. If you ever need more insights or have questions about it, then just let me know. I'm, I'm happy to answer questions and explain in more detail. I, I will, I will pick your brain when it comes to a lot of that. So please do that. I'm glad. I'm glad to. Uh, what are some examples uh, that, you know, giving that feedback? What has that like done for certain games? What kind of things have uh, changed based on some of the feedback you've you've been able to give? Several games have now an option for screen shake to be disabled because that's just the most common trigger. Mm -hmm. But also, I don't I don't know what happened, but in the last years, it, screen shake became a thing. Basically, every game has to have screen shake because I, I don't know. Honestly, I have no clue what it adds to the game, but I've played City Builders this year, Early Access, mm -hmm. City Builders. And when you place the building, there's a screen shake. It's like, why? I can understand if you play, I don't know, an action game or there's, there's an earthquake, something like that. Screen shake, sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. But city builder with screen shake, I, yeah. just, I don't get it. That would get very overwhelming, especially at the rate at which you can place buildings. Exactly. And then yeah. it's not just me as a person with simulation sickness saying, oh, that's too much, I'm getting a headache. But it's yeah. also other people, viewers of mine who don't have simulation sickness saying that, you know, that's a bit much. Yeah. It seems, it seems like a underthought moment at some point, whether it was someone who implemented that particular uh, feature or a designer who didn't really look at it closely. They clearly didn't think about the ramifications of adding screen shake to every, every time you place a building because. Yeah. Yeah. But screen sharing is the most common thing, but then there's also something like smooth camera. So if you play a game that is top down mm -hmm. and you move the character, the camera starts a bit delayed. You move mm -hmm. the character, you stop, and then the camera, like, it's like a rubber band. It, it goes on a bit further and then it stops. Just, yeah. yeah. And that's also, it's just not connected. And um, there are also developers who added uh, a setting to fixate the camera on the character, for example. Mm or to make title screens static because mm -hmm. sometimes they've got fancy animations, something's raining down or it's just rotating, cameras moving. Oh yeah. And, and that makes it really difficult to actually, you know, first of all, as a streamer, I open the game and then I just talk about it while I do that. And then on my monitor, the whole time I see something rotating, it just makes me dizzy. Yeah, no, so far developers have been very accommodating. That's really great. Uh, that's really great to hear. Uh, I It shows that content creators, Twitch streamers, any kind of creator in general has that ability to impact the games and really bring bring forward some of the things that a lot of us players uh, really need. And honestly, some developers don't always think of. So... I'm of glad, course. I'm glad to see that you're able to to really make a make an impact that way. And every time I hear you talk about those things, or I even hear you mention, you know, while you're playing a game in early access, oh yeah, you know, this would be really great for them to change this or that. It, it really, and then and then later on, 
you know, there's a choice that has been made on their end that actually helps or fixes the problem. Yeah. It's really cool to see that. It's really, it's like, how, how does that feel for you? <laughs> amazing. Yeah. It is really amazing. It's yeah. just, it's nice because it helps, it helps so many people because I, I've also met viewers of mine who just newly came into the stream. And then I talk about, oh, this game has screen shake as well. And, you know, makes me dizzy and stuff. I'm going to get my wristbands because I have wristbands that help with that. Mm -hmm. And then, and then views and chat are like, wait, I've got this too. I didn't know, you know, it was affected by screen shake, motion blur, stuff mm -hmm. like that. And, and that's really cool because then I can help these people too and say, you know, this helps. And if you then adjust the camera, if you can, because sometimes it helps, like camera angle and field of view. And it's so good because I, I feel like I'm actually helping. I mean, you are. And that's that's wonderful. Yeah. Th this makes me wonder about you getting into streaming to begin with. Was this something ever on your radar as something you were hoping to accomplish when you started to get into it? No, not no. really. It was really yeah. funny. I was just looking for a hobby, really. Yeah. So I thought about maybe making YouTube videos or writing a blog. Or, I don't know. I just needed a hobby. Mm -hmm. And then my husband suggested, what about Twitch and live streaming? And I didn't know what Twitch was. <laughs> so I did some research. Right. Hang out on Twitch for a month. And I thought that's really cool, you know, interacting with people while playing games on the side. And sure, I'll try that. And, and I tried it and I loved it. But it, so it, was, it was completely coincidental. Well, I guess we all have uh, Mystery to thank for that, your husband. So Yes, thank, thank you, Mystery. You, Mystery. <laughs> we appreciate it, Mystery. Thank you for everything, for for, for making that suggestion. You it said, was life-changing. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, changed, yeah. it's changed your life and, and a lot of, you know, people around you, I'm sure. What were those, you said, you know, you loved it when you first started. What were those first couple mm -hmm. streams like for you? How, how was like this whole stepping oh. into this new thing? on Twitch. Nerve-wracking. Yeah. Honestly, nerve-wracking because I was, I was so anxious, you yeah. know, is everything working? Am I doing this right? Oh God. And, you know, so many different things and I didn't look at the camera and then I was, yeah. I was overwhelmed by, okay, this is the game. There's chat. Wait. Um, OBS, alerts. And <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was a lot. Yeah. And it was really funny because um, for every uh, uh stream anniversary i pull up my first ever stream and show a couple seconds of it it's so embarrassing yeah. yeah but it's also it's also really cool to see how far i've come because it was just you know i have this i was this meek very shy person just talking talking into the mic being very quiet and not not having any mimic or like you know facial expression just nothing right um uh it was it was it was fun I, I I'll be honest with you. I do remember some of those early streams. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to go back and think about those yeah. times because you know you you and I met. You you were in one of my streams. You yeah. uh, you know I figured out you were a streamer too, and I, I at some point followed you. And and I remember watching, and I mean I saw a lot of potential. I'd be but like, it, oh it, gosh, this but, noob. <laughs> but you're you're not. You're not wrong in terms of how those early those early streams were, but yeah, you know, look at you now. Look at you. You're doing, I know you're doing all of you're doing all of this 
you know, wonderful stuff uh, and impacting game dev, you know, in, in certain in certain places. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've, I've improved a lot from those streams. Uh, they, I, I was super anxious, but then I asked a friend to be there as well to just let me know if audio is working, everything's fine. And yeah, I liked it, though. I yeah. was I was terrified, but I really enjoyed it. And yeah, I didn't have, you know, I had my friend there and then I think maybe one other random person joined it in the first stream, but it was just, it was a lot of fun. And then, you know, viewers started to, to pop in and hang out and yeah, here we are. What would you say is kind of the, the, the biggest part of your growth since you've started? I feel like I kind of found myself as yeah. in... I, I don't know. I'm I'm confident about what I do. I'm having fun and I'm more outgoing because I'm, I was super introverted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I, I yeah, I, I say I found myself and then that had a very positive effect. And I was just, I found also my niche of what I want to do. It's very important. I, I like to use this exercise every so often on this show is mm -hmm. what would you tell uh, 2D Curie of, of, four and a half years ago knowing what you know now if you could somehow prep her for the days to come the years to come oh wow oh oh this is really difficult like yeah. the, the first thing that popped in my mind was don't work so hard <laughs> but also on the other hand i work so hard and so many cool things are happening so i probably right. don't want to tell her that right i don't i don't know just don't don't take things so seriously because I do take everything super seriously and that's not really needed. Yeah. Be a bit more chill actually, because that helps <laughs> you then because, yeah, because if you don't stress over things, I would, you know, I, I would still work on stuff and get it done, but I don't have to stress over everything. Yeah. That, that is something I think that happens to a lot of uh, streamers, especially when there's that push to go, either like full-time completely or you know trying to just trying to even grow in general a lot of creators get lost in almost that climb of like how can i improve the stream how can i build a community or how can i increase my you know my average viewer count and then uh you kind of cross over from like hey this was fun to now i'm stressed out about it all day long exactly it's way healthier Let's see. So in chat, uh, Cooperman says, I'd say as a relatively new streamer, I find myself comparing my work to the likes of more and more. Uh, first of all, Coop, please don't do that. Please don't. I mean, don't, don't I compare. Don't compare, please. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> so comparing is bad. Yeah, Taking yeah, yeah. inspiration is good. Inspiration is fine, although I could suggest better people than myself. Uh, kidding. Uh, and getting disheartened, I'm not at the same standard. How do you ground yourself when seeing other streamers? Which is, this is a great question. Would you like to... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, you already started with a good point. Comparing yourself to somebody else is not a good idea because you're not the same person. You have completely different circumstances. You probably do different content, different time, time zones, whatever. So what you if you want to compare, then compare yourself with yourself from like half a year ago, a year ago, a month ago. Just take take that as, you know, half a year ago, your streams look like this and now they look like that. That is super, super helpful because otherwise you will always be disheartened because there's always going to be somebody 
better, bigger, I don't know, somebody where you think, oh, why does that not work for me? You know, I'm basically doing the same, but, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's difficult, but I realized that at some point and it, it helps so much. Every now and then, yes, you get the feeling of, I'm doing the same thing and it's not working out. Why? Yeah. But then you need to realize that it's not about being better than everybody else. It's about, if, if that's what you want, right? Being better than how you were before. Right. And that helps so much. Hmm. Hopefully that helps you too. I 100% I, uh, agree with that. I think that is probably some of the best advice that you know anyone can give. It's really about doing better than you were before. Yeah. Because anytime you deviate from who you are and what you want to do and you're not being yourself and you're trying to emulate what others do, it becomes increasingly harder because, yeah, you're just copying, right? And a person's success is going to be vastly different uh, because they make it work for them, right? So, you know, the things that work for me, I do a lot of talk shows now. You know, I do a lot of late night, late night Lego. Some people that that's not what would work for them. You know, talk, talk shows admittedly are very niche, honestly. But uh, that said, really, yeah, just look at look at where you where you are, where you've been and how you can make it a little better based on what you think can improve and not worry about what others are doing because you'll be there's always going to be someone doing something that you're like oh I wish I wish I was like that and you know it's cool that like Kiri said take inspiration but not yeah. not try to become someone else or do the exact thing someone else is doing like we all take our own path so well said oh <laughs> uh, and yeah, again, thank you for the kind words, Kiri, because you, you always you always make me do this. Oh, no, I can't believe that when you say that early on. Like, I can't believe, can't believe that, uh, you know, those early days were were super inspirational for you. So I. They were. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. You are up to a lot of things these days. So. I am. I don't even know where to start. But <laughs> so, you, yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess I guess uh, do you what what kind of stuff are you up to right now that you can share and or talk about? Yeah, right now. Let's go chronologically because then, then I know yeah. what to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Um, so I, I was invited to be a player on a D&D show. It's a completely new project. And it's going to be in German. However, with like, let's say 99% certainty, that's going to be English subtitles. Like, yeah. I don't want to promise anything, but they they said they're going to do it. Yeah. Um. So I can't share a name or anything of that yet. But yeah. it's going to be up on YouTube early next year. And uh, tomorrow, actually, I've got a character creation stream because I've played D&D before and I've played other um, tabletop role-playing games before. Yeah. But... I lack the creativity to come up with a character that I want to play. So, so I thought this is this is basically also content, right? I'm I'm playing there as 2D Kiri. So why not let the community, you know, take part in this? Yeah. So I've come up with uh, the basics of I want to be a half orc barbarian. 
Mm. I've got a name already. And then tomorrow I'm going to let the community decide what kind of main weapon I've got, what tribe I'm coming from, why did I leave the tribe and, and that stuff. Yeah. So that's going to be DD content very soon. Yeah. Um, um, I'm hosting a charity event together with my team, Halcyon Frequency. We're hosting the annual RimWorld Hot Potato Charity Event. We're collecting money for doctors with our borders. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen around the U.S. Thanksgiving. So we're starting on Wednesday, the 23rd of November. And I'm kicking it off at 10 a.m. Pacific, which is 7 p.m. Uh, Central European time. Yeah. And that's really, really exciting because we, we're passing along a save file. So what, there are about 35 streamers. We're going for five days, I think. That's and just passing incredible. along that save file after everybody plays a couple hours. Yeah. And collecting so much money and helping so many people with it. And we've yeah. been doing this for three years now. So this should be the fourth year, I think. And it's really cool. Yeah. So we're going to do that again. That's uh, that's amazing. For those for those that aren't familiar with those those uh, hot potato uh, marathons, uh, as yeah. Kiri said, you know, they take a RimWorld colony, a save file, and they pass it from streamer to streamer. Uh, as a stream while they do this this charity fundraising so kiri will go for a while and then pass it down to the next person and the next and over several days worth of gameplay across yeah, and non-stop content because we're one person ends the stream the other person's already live and then we raid into them so yeah so basically if you start with me then you're going to be um a couple of days later you're going to be at the end um seeing the the finale yeah it's incredible i love watching those i also love you know watching as many of them as i can and seeing kind of where the uh the game has progressed from yeah. where it started to where wherever you all end up and and i love it it's a wonderful event can't wait for you guys to do it again i can't wait to see what comes of it and everything uh i mean you guys do wonderful work raising money for doctors without borders so uh yeah check check that out yeah, it's all yeah. super fun because that's, I mean, of course, we want to help people and raise money, but also it's such a huge collaboration of so many streamers, big yeah. and small, and it's just incredibly fun as well. <laughs> How many people does it take to even coordinate a collaboration that large? Uh, we are a team of eight now. Mm -hmm. um, most of the work is done by Sui because it's, it's her baby. She started it all. Mm -hmm. And she definitely does the most work. And then everybody has a part. So Arch, for example, does most of the social media stuff. And uh, Jess writes the instruction manual and so on. So every, everybody has a part. Yeah. But the first one, that was, I think, only Sui. And it was mental. I, I don't know how she does it. Yeah. But she's great with organizing these things. That's amazing. And, you know, credit where it's due, you know, she does she put together you guys are now all working together to keep it going and over 30 do you say 35 streamers something? yeah about 35 every year that's incredible yeah. uh keep up the good work i'll be tuning in i'll Thank be yeah i'll be watching uh i was telling carrie before the show as like one of these days i'll work up the courage to maybe put my hat into the ring for that and see if i can yes. join you we'll see yes. we'll see how it We'd goes love to have you yeah i would i would love i'd love to just help out you know as you know i'm a big charity streamer i love charities yeah. it's one of the things that inspired me to get into streaming and continue streaming so i i i'm 
I'm there to support those efforts. So, so you got D and D, you've got yes. uh, hot potato challenge. Uh, what exactly. else? Is, what else is going on? What else are you up to these days? Uh, I've got another charity event uh, that is together with the the Austrian Streaming Society. Basically, I'm I'm part of that as well, um, and a radio station Austria. It's also a yearly event. It's in German though, so I, I don't know how much sense it makes to promote that. Mm-hmm. But it's called the Good Game Festival, and it's in early December. I'm going to be part of that as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's a turn-based fest that might be interesting for a lot of you. Turn-based strategy games. I, I don't, I'm not sure if you're aware, but there's this turn-based Thursday. They use a Twitter hashtag and they just share, you know. Every everybody game devs whatever um, post a link of your game down there or a game that you know of and then that that happens every Thursday and now they make an event in December and I'm going to be part of that as well oh, and I I'm basically the the headliner for all kinds of indie because we've got days dedicated to different things there's a strategy day then there's a a retro day the all kinds indie and then another one that I forgot now. Wow. RPGs and roguelikes. Yeah. So so I'm going to be part of that as well, which is hopefully super fun. I'm not sure yet what I'm going to play. Yeah. But they'll, they'll tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I can, I can pick, but they're going to give me a selection and I can pick what I'm going to stream. Yeah. But that's really cool because once again, I can I can help promote indie games. I, I, I love the fact that indie games are a big part of what you what you do have seen so many developers out there trying to get their game out in the world and it's hard when you're you're independent and you don't have a marketing budget or you're not able to get the word out for a game that could be incredibly fun and so i i want to recognize the fact that you do that that you help a lot of indie developers and that you that you take the time to do that when you when you pick indie games how how do you pick a, a given game to start streaming nowadays i pick by what fits in my niche really like mm-hmm. strategy lots of it rts turn-based um i love pixel graphics so if it's if it's appealing to me visually then i'm also more likely to pick it right um or i just know that my community is super excited about that one game and then i pick that too there have been games that i streamed just for the community where I'm just like, oh God, I would never play that on my own, but it fits. Um, I know the community is going to like them. Sure. Let's play yeah. those two. Yeah. So yeah, basically what fits in the genre or if maybe I'm so, super excited about a game that doesn't really fit what I stream, mm-hmm. but I still want to do it. That yeah. happens too. Yeah. Occasionally. The uh, I'm sure I'm sure there's a ton of options too these days. There's just so oh, many absolutely. games coming out. You know, Steam, yeah. just on Steam alone. But there's so many other games on on other in other uh, platforms. But yeah, it's incredible to know that there are hundreds and hundreds of games released daily in some pl- like at some points. And it just all on the same hard. day. Yeah, it's so funny how sometimes there's a lull and there's just. It, nothing of course that games are coming out but like nothing that it maybe fits my category or just right. you know and i've got two weeks of okay well <laughs> i suppose i'll play something of my backlog yeah. sure 
And then suddenly everything releases on the same day. And you're like, how am I supposed to cover yeah. all of this? It doesn't how I, work. How do I keep up? You know, there's... Yeah, you, you don't. You don't. Basically, you don't. If there was one game that you could stream all the time, what would it be? Oh, I mean, I've done that with RimWorld for a yeah. long time. And then I burnt out on it. Mm-hmm. So... I'm still going to say RimWorld, even yeah. though I've done it already. But it's just <laughs> such a great game, and I'm enjoying it so much again. Yeah. And it's it's a storytelling game, so it ne never is one playthrough going to be the same as the next playthrough. Yeah. So I think this is one of the best games that you can actually main. Yeah. I agree. It, it, it affords so many different possibilities. Yeah. Uh, you could play it so many different ways, all kinds of... Uh, challenges the mods as well. The mods. Yeah, challenges, right? Oh, yeah. Endless content. That would be my answer too, actually. In terms yeah. of like, what would I, what could I, would I play all the time in stream True. if I could? Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I am exactly. streaming more RimWorld now because it's just fun. But also, I still want to cover a lot of other, other games, indie games. So I, I will definitely not go back to just maining one game. You mentioned you burnt out on RimWorld, and that that yeah. actually begs the question, uh, on a more general level, about burnout. Yeah, there's a lot there. That that could be a whole show, <laughs> honestly. But I, it could I, be. It could I be. want to pick your brain on mm -hmm. how do you recognize when you're getting burnt out as a streamer and content creator. I recognize that I'm exhausted, even though I sleep my eight hours because I need about eight hours of sleep and I get them, but then I'm, I'm just so exhausted and I, I don't want to work. And that's a really significant thing for me because I love work and I'm probably a workaholic. I, I just love it. I can keep going endlessly until I can't. So I've got about 60 hours work each week and I can do that for a while. And then after a couple months, I just, I just can't, I need a day off and then I just don't want to do anything. So I notice it. And then I, then I just put my foot on the brake and I've, I've just recently been on a mini vacation because I needed it and that was good. But, but yeah, definitely, definitely listen to yourself and try to find a balance. It is so difficult, but yeah, I, I had last year. And also this year I had, I had a moment where I just struggled so much mentally, where I was absolutely overworked and it just, I was, I was very unhappy. I didn't have a reason to be unhappy, but I was unhappy. Yeah. So I, I signed up for coaching and I got help yeah. and that really, I mean, it did help. Yeah. I'm glad that you recognized that I'm not feeling great. I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm not feeling great about all the things that I'm doing and then being able to disconnect for a bit and figure it out. You, in your case, you got a coach, which is awesome. You know, I, I did something similar. I took a, I took a break, uh, from Twitch for a while and, uh, I, I remember, went, yeah, I went and I, I got, I got therapy. I hired a personal trainer and I forced myself to get like, two to three more hours of sleep a night because I was maybe averaging six to seven and I needed more yeah. like eight or nine. And so, yeah, it's very important, especially when 
this sort of thing, it's really easy to get lost, I think, in the content creation, right? It's really easy to be like, oh, it is. I can stream. <laughs> oh, I need to make a video. Oh, there's all these new games coming. Suddenly uh, everything is content. And it's, it's just creeping into your personal life. And like, hmm, where am I going to go this weekend to, you know, take a great picture so that I can yeah. post it then? Right. Stuff like that. Yep. And that's too much. It's too much. I'm glad you recognize that. I think that's something that's really important. I think a lot of people need to, it's, it's different for everyone. For me, uh, I mean, exhaustion is is definitely a common thing. But for me, when I'm starting to burn out, I notice it when I start to hesitate when it comes to doing the things like streaming, Okay. where I will sit down because I said I was going to stream today and I just stare at the start streaming button and I don't do anything for a good 10, 20 oh. seconds, and I just stare at it like, am I ready to do this? And I mean, like you, I love doing it. And, you know, at the heart of it, I still love doing it. But when I realize I'm getting burnt out, it's when I start to hesitate mm -hmm. on actually going through with the thing. And when I take a lot, like when I take quite a bit to get going on it, that's when I know maybe I'm getting burnt out. Maybe I'm getting, maybe I need a break or maybe I need to take a step back and figure out why I feel this way. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. yeah. I'm also glad you recognize it though, and took oh, measures. Yeah. yeah, that was a big deal for me. That was a big deal for me because I think at that point I had been streaming 13 months, 14 months as like a focused creator, right? I was working mm -hmm. my full-time job, wife, uh, child, but I was putting in the time and I was streaming at least four, four times a week, every night, like of those four times I'd stream late into the That's night. That's rough. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. Cause I'd go to my job. I'd work eight to 10 hours. I'd stream four to five hours at night. And then I would go to sleep and do it again. And so after I sustained that no problem, but then I think when month 13, month 14 came, I was like, I don't, know what to do anymore and i was actually yeah. like verging on those like those numbers where i was like maybe i could go to partner if i did this for another like six months maybe and uh i eventually just decided you know i wasn't getting enough sleep wasn't exercising enough i you know wanted to make more time for my wife and my kid and so I just like, you know, the only thing I could cut out of the schedule was streaming, honestly. And yeah. so I took like a nine month break from Twitch, which is crazy. But yeah, I'm sure that was a difficult decision. Oh, yeah. It, it, it took a lot of a lot of thought, a lot of I went back and forth and uh, eventually made the decision to just kind of walk away for a while. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. But you came back. I came back. I'm back. And which you know is, what? Which is very cool. Yeah. And you know what? As much as uh, the time that I took away, I was still lurking in streams. Uh, I was still hanging out in some streams. I honestly, you were one of the people that I would lurk in and not say anything. I, I actually made a point not to log into Twitch. But I'd be like, oh. Right. oh so people yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. Well, no, mostly so I wouldn't feel tempted to get too Oh, so you in. can't. Okay. So it was like a self-imposed. You're not yeah. logged in, so you can't chat. Ah. I can't chat. I can't. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, totally did that for a very long chunk of, of that time off when I was starting to figure out like what to do with my time and, and manage it better. And I was like, well, I'm still going to watch and support my friends or the people that I really want to be there for, but I'm, I'm just going to hang out. I'll listen, I'll lurk, but I can't, I can't say anything, which means I can still focus on, if I'm at my desk, I can still focus on something. Or if I have, have it up on my phone, I'm not tempted to stop and, and chat. And uh, it helped, it helped my, my brain a lot, I think. But yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird time. But I'm bringing that up because in that time, I watched you grow. And I want to say how amazing it was to see you make this climb from a brand new streamer to someone who is a partner, full-time creator. You are doing things uh, like this D&D show. You know, you and your team are doing some wonderful things in the charity uh, world. Uh, you've been, you've, you've done some voice acting. You've been in a game. Yes. I'm, yeah. 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 Tell me yeah. about, tell me about being in a game for those that haven't heard or don't know about this. It's the coolest thing ever. So yeah. the game is Humankind. It's a 4X strategy game from Amplitude. Yep. And they have avatars that you can make. They're basically you playing. So whenever you do diplomacy, you pull up the diplomacy screen, there's your avatar, and then there is the AI avatar of your uh, enemies, potential allies, just opponents. And they've got this avatar creator, so they've got a couple of choices for hairstyles and facial features, I think. I haven't done much with it, but, but yeah. during the development of Humankind, they had open betas first closed betas, then open betas. And I I started streaming the game because I like strategy games and I've played so much Civ at that time. Yeah. And it's similar. It's not the same, but it's similar. Yeah. And I just really loved it. And I had so many viewers watching. My community was excited. And then I had people from Amplitude, from the developer by my streams as well. Um, and then they reached out to me eventually and said hey you know we've got this avatar system do you want to be part of it and and those av avatars are custom avatars that look exactly like you so that was a huge honor for me to to just be part of this because huge creators have avatars they've got like mm -hmm. i think by now we have about 20 i think mm -hmm. but kokanich has one for example shayuka who's a, a huge german-speaking streamer uh, Lewis from Yoxcast, for example, Quillity, like huge streamers. And then they asked me, like, you know, <laughs> small little Kiri. That was absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and the way this worked was um, I, I had Mr. My husband take photos of me, like 360 degrees around, around me for the head. And then I had to fill in a questionnaire of my personality type in the game. Wow. And then somebody modeled that avatar after me That's and then i had to also go not not have to but they offered me you know do you want to voice your character too <laughs> yes of course i want to <laughs> um but but sadly that was during a pandemic and basically lockdown phase so i couldn't really go they would have flown me to paris for this wow but that wasn't possible so they they looked for a studio in vienna and I went to a professional recording studio, which was super cool because I had never done voice acting before. Yeah. And they had a laptop there. So there was the 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 audio technician at the studio. Yeah. But then 
uh, people from Amplitude, including a an acting coach, they were there via Zoom with a laptop. Oh, wow. It was it was really cool. And they guided me through the process of, I think it was two, two half days of recording voice lines, about mm. 450 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, super cool. Wow. Like, that is the highlight of my content creation career. It's yeah. just, and now I'm in the game. You can get yeah. that with, with a Twitch drop. So it's not like you don't, you buy the game and I'm not in there, but buy the game and then you can watch me play humankind and watch amplitude studios and then you get the drop yeah and then you can play against me but i can play as myself yeah and it's, it's really cool that's really amazing yeah yeah what yeah. was <laughs> what, what, what was it like to do the the voice work and kind of see what it's like on the development side it was it was inspiring really at first, I was super nervous because it was once again something new, and yeah. I was kind of anxious. Like, can I do this? Yeah. But but yeah, so it was it was a recording booth, mm-hmm. which was unusually big because when you see I don't know professional voice actors recording something, they're like in a in a small cell really. But it was a, a bigger room. Yeah. And I had the microphone in front of me. I was standing, and I had a monitor in front of me as well with the with the animation and the movement of a character so that I would know. I, basically, I had to time it to the lip movement and mm. to the gestures. So I, first of all, I, I saw the clip once and then I had to record it. Mm-hmm. And that was, it was really cool. The, the whole process of doing this, the acting coach, giving tips and helping out. And then at some point we were like, oh God, this line is really bad. Like nobody would actually say that. Let's do something else. Yeah. And then we all brainstormed together and, you know, what could we do? And maybe an insider for my community. And like, I have a line about dark Kiri and one about the chair and like this stuff that just, it's an Easter egg, right? Right. And it was, it was nice to see that it's not, I don't know. It's not super strict, very rigid type of work. Mm-hmm. It's it's adaptive and it's just really fun and it's so strenuous on the voice. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was a lot. Yeah, but but very exciting and that that really got me thinking that I want to do this more. Eventually, maybe. That's really awesome. I'm glad that yeah. you got that opportunity and that you got to check like try that out and check out what it's like to be you know on the other side right instead of playing the game you're you're actually exactly yeah being like part of the development of it it's very i'm glad that you got that opportunity and and i hope i hope there's more for you to be able to do that hopefully yeah i i saw that and i did like a double take i think it was on it was like a social media post. I think you shared something that had like a still yeah. image of your your avatar, and I knew what I was looking at. I was like, "Oh, that that's Kiri," but I stopped. I was like, "That's Kiri in a game," and then I had to like <laughs> yeah. I had to like tap the. I think I tapped the tweet, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" And then I remember I think yeah. heading into your stream not far after that to congratulate you, but incredible. That's. It's it's one of the coolest things that has happened. Yeah. It's just so like I don't know, I'd say it's a once in a lifetime kind of thing. So humankind. You can Yes, humankind. You can, you can see 2D Kiri in there. You can check that yep. out. That's I, I love it. <laughs>
good, you... good things have been happening to me in the last two years, I suppose. Yeah. We talked about all these cool things that you're up to, that you've done, that you're heading into. My next question is, as someone who's been doing this a while, what would you say makes a successful streamer? What makes a successful content creator? Now that you've you've been at it for a while, and I would consider you one, but what would be your definition you. of such a thing? And you're it welcome. depends on what you think is success, I suppose. Like I, after being a part-time streamer for a while and really enjoying it and seeing how the community just grew, mm -hmm. for me, success meant to become a full-time streamer. Right. So, so that was definitely a big part for me. But if you if you want to be a part-time streamer or if you just want to do this as a hobby that defining success that's something you've got to do for yourself yep but for me it meant being able to live off of this and mm -hmm. live comfortably and not just oh god i you know i'm not going to buy the fancy food today because i can't afford it but just being comfortable living off that and being happy and just yeah. my work is so fulfilling Streaming is the best part. There's there's way more behind the scenes as well, and there's lots of social media and stuff. Yeah. But it's so fulfilling. And then especially this year with conventions being a thing again and, and networking and then seeing these people that you've worked with for, you know, four plus years yeah. and actually having a face-to-face -face conversation and stuff. So so that is that is successful for me. And having cool projects. Yeah, and having cool projects. <laughs> I can't wait. To, I can't wait. We have not met face to face. I mean, uh, you are. No. We were. We oh, are so far away from from each other. Yeah. I mean, we are, but I I was at PAX West you a couple were. months ago. You were. I actually made it to the U.S. You did. Yeah. I'm confident I'm... that soon we will get to uh, one of these events, one of these things. Oh, definitely, so, definitely. Yeah. I I might be at PAX East in March. Okay. I'd like to, and then um, pr probably TwitchCon San Diego next year. Yeah, I'm I'm probably. definitely going to uh, try for TwitchCon San Diego next year. Yeah, that's that's a big ticket item for me to make sure mm -hmm. I make it to. Uh, so, yeah. Well, now Hopefully. I have to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now you have to go. Yeah, w that that'd be so great actually meeting you in person. Yeah, I would like that. I can't. Uh, yeah, same. I can't wait to. I can't wait to meet. Is after after all these years, can't wait to meet you. Yeah. Like, uh, I wanted to loop back to the D and D stuff, actually. Mm -hmm. So, again, big. It's a big project, a big D and D production that's going to yeah. happen. It's a real, uh, uh, real life play show with with D and D. What are your thoughts on all that going into that? Are you ex like? I obviously you're excited. I'm sure. Obviously, I, you're... I am. I am absolutely excited. Yes, because yeah. there there are three organizers of this. One of them is my tattoo artist. Yeah, who's gonna do audio stuff and all the graphics yeah then there's a photographer who makes amazing pictures i already posted two of them on instagram mm -hmm. um and then there is a video producer mm -hmm. so they basically have got all the bases covered and they put a lot of money in it already and an effort to create something really amazing obviously mm -hmm. we haven't recorded yet but they 
they finished the studio. So I've been to the studio. Uh, I've been there for the the audio equipment check, microphone, camera, etc. Um, and also the DM has about twenty years of experience, I think. Yeah. So it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm also a bit anxious because, you know, how am I gonna fit in there? Yeah. I I know two of the people. Um, the others, they're super nice, but like, mm. I don't know, am yeah. I good enough at role-playing? You know, I just, just a bit anxious. Right. Cause it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's different, right. Than some of the other things that you've done in the past, right. You're, I mean, yeah. you, you, you stream games, you've played tabletop games, but you've not done like a show built around it. So, exactly. So I, yeah. it needs to be good. And mm. I, I don't know. Yeah. I need to pay attention every <laughs> second. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's just I've I've played D uh, D before mm -hmm. and I had trouble separating from work because usually I would directly after streaming, finishing work, I would right. head on over to a friend's place and then we would jump into D D and I'm like my mind would be half still at work. Right. Um and then I want to do other things really and I kinda got bored. And I'm I'm a bit anxious yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's content, not just for me, but also for them. And I obviously yeah. I want to put on a good show. Yeah, um, and play an interesting character. We'll see. I'm I'm going out of my comfort zone, but I'm doing that a lot because I just I started this year just saying yes to things and yes to projects, and that drastically reduced the free time I had. Mm -hmm. But also I got to try so many cool things and just new things. Yeah. Just because, you know, why not? So going out of my comfort zone, trying something new, and hopefully it's going to be good. I have complete faith that it will be good in no Thank small you. part to you. I know that you will, <laughs> you will bring bring a lot to it. I can't wait to see it. I've actually, uh, I've played D&D for, for over 20 years myself. It was 20. Wow. It was 2000 when I started playing. So, and I probably start DMing like a year or two into that. So I can understand the, the nerves cause it's different when you try to stream it. I've tried streaming it a couple times, but I can't wait to see what you, you'll do. I think, I think you'll be fine. I think you'll do great, but I understand the nerves. So yeah, uh, I can't wait to see what happens. If you ever have questions about that sort of thing, D and D, like if, I mean, I know you have a DM and you should go to your DM with it, but if you ever have a random question. Let me know. I could probably. Help. I will. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Can't Some input wait from the outside. Definitely. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited. I'm. I'm gonna talk about it more on stream tomorrow because then yeah. I'll, I'll. I'm allowed. I talked to my DM about this. I'm allowed to share a couple of details about the the world and the the scenario that we're playing. Yeah. yeah. That'll be great. That'll be cool. That'll, that'll be cool. Do you know, are you able to share the setting itself or is that kind of hush hush until the whole thing's live? Bit, bit. Okay. Okay. I've got, I've gotten a bit of leeway so that my community can actually make an informed decision when I say, Hey, what kind of, you know, gotcha. tribe and stuff. Yeah. 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 So a bit, a bit, a little bit. Um, All right. As, as a teaser today, but more tomorrow in my stream, 9am yeah, yeah. CET, by the way which is midnight Pacific. No, no, no. Is it? No, it is because you then, 
No, you just before the time switch, it'll right? It'll be just before. Oh, so God. it'll be about a 10, 10 hour difference, so right? So it's 1am. It'll be 1am. 1, 1 I think it's 1 at some time in the night for you. <laughs> anyway, as a teaser, my as, as you can see, it's snowing here and um, my, my channel is Winter Branded and I love winter. Yeah. And the world we're playing in, the setting will be, I, I will like it very much. I see. I got you. I get that's, it. That's the small teaser. <laughs> I got it. Got it. That's exciting. That's exciting. It is. Yeah. I love I love that stuff. I really do, actually. And I'm so glad things like I mean, everyone knows who's in that who looks at that space knows about critical role. I'm glad things like critical role exist, yeah. uh, Dimension 20 and all those other shows because it kind of brought that more forward and made it more accessible isn't the word but it's definitely well mainstream it's more really? mainstream yeah it yeah. brings it it brings it forward so other people can kind of get a good idea of how that stuff works because i remember when that that really wasn't a thing and then when it started to pop up it kind of blew my mind that it's like oh they're doing it and not only are they doing it but they're doing it to great like viewership and success and people are really like understanding how it can be fun so yeah i can't wait absolutely. can't wait <laughs> that'll be great yeah it's, it's gonna be fun you have done something on stream that i was really excited to see when you started doing it and that was building lego on stream i thought you were gonna say that yeah yep how was that Once for again, you? Once, Once again. Once again. What? You inspired me to do that. I don't know about that, but I appreciate <laughs> the kind words. So you no, start you do, because I, I don't watch anybody else who, who builds Lego on stream. I know there's a lot of amazing yeah. Lego content creators, mm -hmm. uh, some of which I've met while being in the category and, and doing that myself, or yeah. through you while while watching you build Lego. Yeah. It's not content I'm looking for. Yeah. But if I already know the streamer and and like hanging out then sure why not yeah, of course um um i'm enjoying it it's yeah. so cathartic in a way meditative yeah. it's just very chill and relaxing and also fun because then i can't read the instructions properly and i make a mistake and chat is like no that doesn't go there yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> thank you okay yeah um it's really great and, yeah. and i start it i start with it I think that must have been the Rimworld Hot Potato Charity event last year, why I had this as a goal, a charity incentive. Right. Um, for a certain amount of money donated, I offered I would do a Lego building stream. Yeah. Uh, it, it was great. It was yeah. really great. I enjoyed it a lot. The community did. And mm. then I I did it some more. <laughs> That's and how it starts. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. That's how yeah. it starts. Yeah. And... And it's been it's been very fun. Yeah. I don't have the space for actually yep. showcasing all the Lego or just keeping it. But my dad is also really into Lego. So what I've been doing with the sets I don't one hundred percent want to keep is I I put them apart again, mm -hmm. all in one bag, not the you know <laughs> wow. labeled this is bag one and this is bag two, all in one bag. I mean right. one one Lego set in one bag, not five in a. Right. Um, and and then I gave it to my dad, so yeah. he can build it again. And he's, he's been very happy about this. Yeah. 
Yeah, he gets more Lego out of the whole thing. So that's exactly. wonderful for him. <laughs> it's, everybody wins. <laughs> yeah, everyone wins. You get to build it. He gets he gets the set later and gets to build it too and maybe display it. That's Exactly. I, I was so with actually I remember hearing about it being a charity goal last year. And mm-hmm. I was like, yes. That's and I was I was excited because I was like, she's probably yeah. gonna hit that goal and I can't wait. And I'm pretty sure I, at the time I donated to to kick towards that, but I'm <laughs> so you. I'm of course I'm so glad. So it that, worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked. It happened, and I'm so glad. You know, it's fun seeing friends who don't do it regularly, even just kind of try it out. And and it was one. It was awesome to watch you do it because I think I remember the first time I watched you, I was like, oh, I'm gl- I'm glad she's doing it. And then. You enjoyed it and you did it again. I was like, "Yes, that's good. I'm glad." <laughs> Converted. Good. Uh, you yeah. know. And I I'm glad and you 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 see the same thing in it that I do when it comes to Lego because I stream it and I well one I just do it because it 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 calms it's calming, it's relaxing and cathartic like you just said in a way for me. So when I build Lego regardless of streaming it, if I'm just building a Lego set, which sometimes I do, like I'll get a little set and I'll just build it or I'll build it Off with my stream. kid. Yeah. With, I'll build it. My kid, wow. my kids are into Lego, so I'll build with them. Oh, that's uh, great. It's great. And, uh, yeah, they've, I've, I've, I've often gotten sets just because one, it looks fun and two, I'll do it with my kids and then I give that, give it to them. Like, cool. We'll build it together and you can have it. But, uh, yeah. but streaming it has always done, also this 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 magical thing of not just being cathartic but you kind of bring other people into it and then and then it becomes this whole like uh this combination of just chatting and this whole like you get to watch me build something and we can talk about it especially those of us who are big uh afols afol adult fans of lego which is a thing Uh, you get other afols in chat and we talk about like we'll sometimes completely like talk about like how it builds or how it feels or like a really cool design technique that they used. And it's just become this wonderful, and you know, this, I, you know, it's a big chunk of my content now. Like it's like half of what I do and I, I just love it. And it's cool to see you get into it and other, I've, uh, another streamer friend get into it maniacal z i roped him into it because he's watched a couple streams mm-hmm. of me doing it and he started doing it too so i'm just i wanted i wanted to touch on that because i love the fact that you yeah. enjoyed it and i'm glad that that you do so i i definitely do it's been really nice but i i don't think that without watching you do that i probably wouldn't have come up with the idea because but I, I don't know why but yeah so so that's great it's it's a it's definitely a thing on Twitch that's a little it's niche for sure but like you said you know it's not something you think of but then when you say yeah. it you're like oh okay yeah i get it yeah i mean i mean who doesn't like lego right so right. it's just sure let's try it <laughs> and probably 95% of the chat will love it <laughs> at least maybe yeah but yeah that, <laughs> i love it i'm glad that you and i'm glad that you do too We've we've kind of spanned like all of, we covered a lot of ground talking about yeah. Kiri and uh you know getting started and where you are now. What 
is next for you in terms of we know what you're what's coming, but what what kind mm-hmm. of aspirations do you have for the channel beyond that? Where do you want to continue to take it? That is such a good question. And I don't really have an answer for it. Fair. Um, my my aunt, because I, I'm not sure if you know Faloin. He's a Swedish streamer. Yes. Um, okay. And he's he's now my workout coach. So we create content together and he's coaching me, doing motivating me, doing workouts. And we, we actually had a talk this week about being more focused. Yeah. And he said, it, it looks like I want to do everything. <laughs> and I want to do everything. Yeah. But so we, we went from, you know, those are my goals for working out to maybe I should put up some goals for streaming because then I can be more focused. And he noticed with my workout goals that I have milestones for these goals mm-hmm. that don't really fit with the goals. Like if I want to work on this milestone, that's not going to help me with my goal. And then he kind of drew drew a line to we could do the same with streaming because if I then maybe focus a bit more on what I actually want to achieve, then I have more time for my workouts which I really need because I just sit the whole day and it's very unhealthy. So he gave me the task of actually coming up with goals for streaming. And I, I don't have them yet because I want to do everything yeah. and say yes to opportunities and try something. And, you know, maybe I like that too. And, oh, wait, there's that. Yeah. Like voice acting, for example, or I want to have a better YouTube channel with like, you know, YouTube exclusive content, but I just, there is not enough time in the day to get all of this done. So yeah. I, I should pinpoint something, but uh, yeah. yeah, conventions. That's, that's something I've, I've seen this year. I was, I was on five convention conventions. It was super stressful, but I had the greatest summer. It was amazing to travel, to meet yeah. people. Yeah. So to be a business person and then go to business meetings and stuff. It was, it was absolutely amazing. So I, I want to do that. Go to conventions, network some more. Other than that, I just, I don't have an answer yet. Well, then I'm glad I asked because then. Yeah. Just another reason to think about it, I guess, but. Absolutely. And it's a great question because, you know, where do I want to go? Obviously I want to continue what I'm doing because I love it. And it's also working out. I'd love to grow my channel, but that's not really something specific. And I, I can put in the work, but the channel might not grow. It's not yeah. something that I can explicitly influence. Because yeah. I have this very silly goal, and you know, it's silly, but I have this very silly goal of I want to have a certain average uh, viewership by the end of the year. That's not working out because it's, you know, I can do the best I can, but if there are not enough people watching or if I can't find them or, you know. Right. Yeah. I'm glad you bring that up because I think that's something that happens to a lot of us who do this, mm-hmm. where we set these goals, where we set a goal of, oh, I want to hit this number of concurrent viewers, or I want to hit this number of follows or subs and things like that. And it becomes this thing that we get hyper-focused on, but for either forget or don't really realize that it's a Yes, it's a goal, like you just said, like you can work really, really hard and it's not necessarily something you can directly control. Exactly. Yeah, like you can't. And 
th that can just really impact your mental health as well. If, you know, that's your goal and you're working so hard to reach mm -hmm. it, yeah. but it's just not working out. And I mean, especially with viewership, what, what are you going to do? You don't have these viewers that you wanted and then yeah. that's going to make you sad or frustrated or you compare mm -hmm. yourself to somebody else like, but they have it. It's not a realistic goal. Yeah. Goals should always be something that you can actually impact or influence. Things so, you can action on yourself. Yes. Right. Exactly. If you put work and effort into this, then, you know, that's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I've had this conversation with quite a few other creators and I like to use the example of, of even this show where I say, you know, I can't, I can't realistically say, oh, I want this many listens on the podcast platforms or this many views on YouTube or even this many average concurrent ship during the live version of it. But what I can say is my goal is once a week, make sure a show gets recorded and edited mm -hmm. and released. Uh, I've done, I've done, I've done it 35 times. This is 36. And that was my goal is to, uh, it, originally the goal was to hit 20. Well, you surpassed that. I surpassed that. And so my new goal is 50. Yeah. And so that's what I'm working towards. And then the other goal is to how can I increase the the quality of of the production value as well as the uh of course the content, right? Whether whether it's the conversations that occur or the guests that I bring on or the things that I talk about because uh, you know, the, the, those are the things that I can at least control to a degree. Just and like those that. are great goals because then you can you can work towards that and you can actually achieve it. Then you you know pat yourself on the shoulder because yeah. you've done it. Yeah, you know, and that that's the thing you know we should all take away from it. And and you make a wonderful point there about you know thinking about those those things that are hard to control. You know, being able yeah. to. Uh, you know, you can't control the number of viewers you get or number of downloads or listens or what have you. It's it's you can you can set goals that can hopefully improve those those stats. But it, it's really about uh, doing the work and, and, and within those goals, hopefully making you better at whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank you for everything, Kiri, for for just you welcome <laughs> everything everything you know being being one of my oldest twitch friends for one believe it or Same not to cause, you because you are and th thank you and thank you. uh you you know as much as you remind me of how much i inspire you you and you inspire me every every time i see you and what you're doing i mean look looking at all the wonderful things you do it makes me so proud to know you and grateful Thank that we're you. friends and i'm not crying you're crying um yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but thank you and thank you for taking the time to do the show i i don't want to take up much more of your time but what i would love to do is kind of a final uh bit uh before we get there uh again twitch.tv slash 2d kiri please please follow kiri but uh, as as the final thing, any any words, thoughts, things you would like to to end the show on for those that are watching or listening to this? Well, that's very open. I'm not sure who usually listens. Like, 
maybe <laughs> maybe like well it's maybe you're a streamer right and mm -hmm. you're looking for some advice just just to quickly recap don't compare yourself to others compare yourself with your past self listen to your mental health i i had to learn that as well and it's all it's all a journey and a process and there's a lot of self-reflection involved in it but if it's something you want to do go ahead and try it and do it make friends because the friends you make on the internet on twitch in the communities that you like that's amazing i've met so many cool people so many just generally friendly and welcoming people um, I'm so glad that I found Twitch.